Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast, and this is episode 58 for the week of March 31st, 2019. Well, here we are at the end of March. I can't believe that March is already over. It's crazy. Everyone's going to be going on spring break soon. We got Easter coming up. I know a lot of people are going to be heading down to the Disney theme parks this uh, this upcoming holiday season. It's definitely one of the busiest times of the year with spring break, and uh, you'll you'll never find me at the parks in April. Uh, I don't think I'll ever be going during spring break, but hey, maybe when uh, my my kids, I mean, I don't have kids yet, but when my kids are older, maybe, maybe we'll go on spring break. But uh, for right now, you won't find me at the parks during spring break. But hey, maybe some of you guys are, and I hope uh, you guys are going to have a really great time. So if anyone is going down in the next few weeks, let me know. And I'd love to, to hear about the things you might be doing. So I think that that'll be cool. But uh, so today I'm actually, I'm flying solo. So Katie, uh, Katie couldn't make it to for today's episode, but that's fine. We're going to kind of go back to the, the old traditional ways that I, I used to do the shows where I kind of do the news by myself and split it up a little bit with some music. So we're going to do that. But there's actually a, there's actually a good amount of news for this week. Uh, so there's actually a little bit of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge news, news. So what else is new there? And then there's there's some new changes to the theme park policies. So there, I'll talk a little bit of what some of the new rules that you're, you're going to have to abide by when entering a theme park and some of the things you have to abide by when you're in the theme parks. So yeah, we have a lot of great news today. Uh, last thing I'll note on is I'm particularly excited because last night I actually had a, a group planning trip because we were planning on going in November. So it was a, it was a lot of fun hanging out and kind of just discussing like what we're going to be doing this week. I'm finally finally going to be booking the hotel because again, I'm my my father-in-law is a DVC member and with the rules of DVC, you have to kind of wait until seven months out. So finally this week, I can book the resort. So I'll let you guys know what we end up getting because, uh, yeah, just super excited to be going to Disney later this year with with some friends. So, yeah, it's, it's always fun to do some group planning. It's it's kind of challenging a little bit because you have to you have to see what everyone wants to do and kind of do a little bit, a little bit of everything. So I think it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. And I'm super excited for that. So. But uh, why don't we just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast. Excess Press. 
Alright, so for the first piece of news we have today is actually coming out of Galaxy's Edge. So previously reported, we said that we said that it was set to open over at Disneyland in Anaheim later this year on March 31st. So the OC Registrar, which is uh, register, is a uh, it's a news newspaper that comes out of Southern California. They actually reported that the access to the new Star Wars land will be even more limited than expected. So if, if you were waiting to arrive at the park and wait in line to enter the land, you, well, you're just not going to be able to do that. So you actually, you can't get into Galaxy's Edge with, uh, without a reservation. So if you're going to be a standby visitor, they're, they're not allowing any access to the land between May 31st and June 23rd, according to Disney's officials. So here, here is a quote uh, from the Disney officials. Star Wars fans hoping to explore Galaxy's Edge during the 24-day soft opening will need a Disneyland ticket and a free advance reservation providing access to the themed land. There will be no standby access to the land and we want to make sure that that's clear for the guests. We don't want guests coming to the park thinking, oh I don't have a reservation, maybe I'll just get in queue and I'll be able to get in. Well, we're not going to have a standby line, so it will be limited solely to those guests that have reservations. And this is coming out of the Disneyland Vice President, Chris Thieler. So so they, he's pretty much, or it's maybe a she? It's, the Chris begins with a K, so I'm not sure if it's a he or she. But so so they, they are they're letting us know that you can't get into the land if you're standby, uh, standby visitors. So... They did say in the past that you you will be able to get a reservation if you stand if you stay in the Disneyland hotel, but um, they never said that standby visitors couldn't get in. So that's the new piece of news that if if you're just going to the parks trying to show up, you're not getting in. So here are the two ways that you will be able to gain entry. So one, I actually just said you you have to be a registered guest staying at the Disneyland hotel, Disney's Grand California Hotel. Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel, um, and you have to be staying during that 24-day window, which was the May 31st to the June 23rd. Uh, and each guest will receive one reservation per, for the entry. Um, so the second option to do it is you will be able to make reservations if you are not staying in the resort but they don't have any details yet on how the reservation system works. But they also said that there will be limited quantities available. So I think they're really uh, letting, giving most of the availability to the people staying, paying the, the big money that's staying at the resorts. Um, another big thing that came out of this was is you will not be able to spend the entire day in the land either. Disney is also putting a limit on how much time you can spend inside, but there are no details yet on pretty much how they're going to be managing that. Uh, so there wasn't uh, there was another quote that uh, I'm going to read now. We will be giving guests a window of time, but we're still working through what that looks like and the duration for that. We'll be working harder to ensure that guests have enough time in, th in the land to see all the great things and experience the attraction. We know guests might want to stay in there all day, but we've got a whole big group who wants that wants to get in there. We're just trying to balance all of those things and really deliver the right solution for our get our guests. And that is again coming from the Disneyland vice president. So 
It was also reported that you can wait in line overnight if you wish, but you can only do it on the grand opening date of May 31st and the post reservation date of June 21st. So pretty much after the June the June date, the June 24th, they won't be using reservations anymore, but will be switching to a virtual queue system that is still being developed. So what they're saying is guests will be able to enjoy the rest of Disneyland while they're waiting to enter Galaxy's Edge. So as the land empties out, groups will be able to enter the land with a, a boarding pass is what they're calling it. And I think that's that's absolutely genius. It's I think it's a that's a great idea. So you're just not standing in a in a line trying to wait to enter the park. You'll still be able to if, if you're there for one day, you're you're going to be able to enjoy the rest of Disneyland. So I think that's a really great way that they're uh, thing that they're developing. And I'm 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 really astonished that that's happening. I did, thought they were just going to go with a good old by good old land or good old line to enter the land, but that's just I guess that's not happening. Plus, Disneyland is a little bit um, short on space, so I'm sure they don't really want to have a queue throughout the entire theme park. But um, but yeah, so that's that's really neat that they're doing that. And then lastly. After June 24th, there won't be any restrictions on how long you can spend uh, in the land. So again, there's only the time limit when you're there in between that 24-day period between uh, in, in May and June. Um, so of course, when there's any more Galaxy's Edge news, we'll, we'll be sure to tell you uh, before it opens. Uh, but yeah, I, th I think this is really, really great. Disney is... I just love that Disney is managing everyone's expectations, especially at Disneyland. It's, uh, uh, yeah, what they're doing is kind of shocking. I mean, it's not shocking to me, but I just like that they're really um, making sure people know what it's going to be like when, when they get to the parks. I mean, even if you go to like the Disney parks, the, uh, theme parks website, it, they'll just have messaging everywhere saying, hey, limited capacity. You might have to wait in line or might have to wait uh, to, to, to get into these parks. So... But yeah, bravo, Disney. I'm really excited uh, for those those upcoming changes to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So, uh, but yeah, why don't, we, uh, why don't we just move on to the next piece of news? So the next big thing that we have going on here is that their Disney parks are actually implementing a lot of new rules. So there are, there are three big rules. Two of them are bigger than the other ones, but um, the, the first big one are strollers. So... Strollers for the kids are always a great thing to use. They, they like it's great for the kids to go nap in. It's always great to uh, to use for rest as well as storage. I mean, I'm sure parents love not having to carry things around. They get just stored underneath the stroller. Um, but I guess people have been kind of not not taking advantage, but just bringing in really big strollers. So so beginning at May uh, May first, they are adjusting guidelines to stroller sizes. So the strollers can no longer be 31 inches or 70 meters wide, 79 meters wide. Sorry, let me, let me start that over. Thir they, they can no longer be 31 inches wide and 52 inches long. Or if you're not from America, it's 79 centimeters wide or, or 132 centimeters long. 
So yeah, they're keeping them pretty short, um, and they are not allowing wagons to be permitted into the parks anymore. So I guess people haven't been have been bringing in these pretty pretty large wagons. I don't I haven't been recently over a year now. I haven't been to the park, so maybe people have been bringing in these huge wagons. But uh, I guess it's been causing a problem. So because because of that, on May first, uh, stroller wagons are no longer permitted into the parks. So these updates are definitely designed to help guests flow and kind of ease the congestion because apparently it's it's becoming a bit much for these big strollers. So um, I don't have like a, a, a lot of experience with strollers. I've never had to use one, uh, at least as an adult in the park. And I don't I, when I was a kid, we didn't even use one. I didn't go to the parks until six or seven. But we, uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot of experience with strollers. I know there's many different ways to go about bringing your own stroller to the to uh, the Disney parks or on a Disney trip. You can bring your own. I know you can rent from Disney, and but you can also rent from third-party um, companies. I know uh, Kingdom Strollers. I think that's like a big one that people really like. But so yeah, just uh, just beware of those changes if you are heading to the parks with a stroller uh, later this year. But um. So another big one that was announced was smoking. So also beginning on May 1st, smoking areas will no longer be present with inside Walt Disney World or the Disneyland theme parks, water parks, ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex, or downtown Disney in California. So, I mean, I'm not a smoker, and I, I to be honest, I never really ever noticed smoking areas in the Disney parks, which I think is a good thing. But I, the only one I would notice is that back way uh, that used to lead from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland. But I think it's like kind of under construction now because of the Tron coaster. That's the only time I ever really noticed it. Uh, but hey, I'm sorry, smokers, but you're you're gonna have to go outside of the theme park if you really want one now. Um, so there are some tips that Disney had said was that there are designated smoking areas outside of the entrances, um, and as well as Disney Springs in Florida and then and then guests who have room or dining reservations smoking areas are also available at the Disney Resort hotels so it's just you can't do it inside the parks anymore so unfortunately you will have to leave if you really need a cigarette and then for the last one is that actually starting this past week when the news broke uh, so this is effective immediately uh, if you bring a cooler or like a cooler bla uh, cooler bag to store snacks and drinks for the theme park or any of the water parks, uh, you cannot bring loose or dry ice into the parks anymore. It's just it's not permitted. Um, they do say that you can bring reusable ice packs instead. Um, and then if you do need ice, you can actually visit any quick service location for complimentary cups of ice for your co uh, cooler. You just, you just have to request um, the cups of ice. So, I mean, that's that's good. You just have to go to quick service. Unfortunately, you can't bring your own in anymore. Uh, I don't know what might have been causing the issue of why you, you can or can't bring uh, the, the, ice, the ice into the, the theme parks. I'm not really sure, but hey, that is a new rule. So... Uh, again, the ice is effective immediately, and the smoking and stroller rules are being implemented on May 1st. So just be aware of that. But all right, well, I'm going to take a quick break, and so we can hear a little bit of word from our sponsor. 
All right, and we are back. All right, so let's just get right back into the news because uh, we still have a good amount to go through today. So actually starting today, March 31st, uh, if you visit Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can actually go see the, the debut of the new attraction, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. So the, the Hollywood Studios is under a lot of transformation, especially for the 30, 30th anniversary coming up this year, which actually is on May 1st, I believe. Uh, so this is a this is one of the new attractions that are going up at the theme park. So this is the new 10-minute attraction where you'll be able to see Lightning McQueen from the Cars tra uh, Cars franchise just come to life on stage, and he'll be giving his racing tips, uh, and he'll have his friend Mater there along with him as well. So I know we kind of talked about this on pr a very long time ago when they first announced it. I can't remember what episode that was on, but this is apparently what th this attraction is. He goes into like a racing simulator and he kind of just yeah again gives tips for for all the kids so i think this is definitely uh geared more towards the the younger kids so i think that'll be fun for them um and then after the show you'll be able to visit the coast uh you'll be able to go to a courtyard for uh dj's ready set party time which is a new cars themed dance party and you'll be able to meet and greet with cruz ramirez so that happens after the show so I think it's really great that this opened because uh, Hollywood Studios is definitely going to need that with the opening of Galaxy's Edge later this year when it opens on uh, August 29th. I'm kind of blanking. August 29th. I believe so. 28th, 29th. I think it's 29th. But uh, but yeah. So uh, it's it'll be nice to have this attraction because that'll definitely fill in a lot of crowds and uh, and since it's 10 minutes, that's going to be good because it'll get people in and out of the theater. Um, I know. I think. I think it's in the theater where Beauty and the Beast was. I, I, I might have to correct myself, but I'm um, pretty sure that's where Beauty and the Beast was. So I think that'll be good that uh, people can get in and out for that, and it'll pretty much soak up a lot of the crowd. So that'll be good. But uh, but yeah, I'm actually kind of excited to see this. I'll probably check this out on my next trip. Um, I've. I don't know. I have like a. I, I like Cars. It's not my favorite Pixar movie, but uh, I yeah, I definitely do want to check this one out. So we also, so we know that is now opened, and now if we're, we're going to kind of head over to Disney Springs, where we actually learned the official opening date uh, for the NBA experience. So if you don't know, they're over at the Disney Springs, where it, at the former site of Disney Quest, uh, the NBA experience facility, facility is opening on August 12th, later this year. This is a huge 44,000 square feet uh, building, and it is two floors tall, and this is supposed to be a completely original and interactive environment that celebrates the NBA and WNBA. So they, there's lots and lots of things you can go do in there. Um, I won't kind of list out all of them, but you'll be able to keep track of a lot of, of all your statistics throughout many activities, such as shooting skills, uh, there will be slam dunk challenges, and definitely a lot more. And you'll actually able to be able to compare yourself to um, some of your favorite players that are in the league. So this will be a lot of fun, and I think during the NBA season and postseason, uh, this will really... Um, this place will be a lot of fun to visit, but I'm, to be honest, I'm probably not going to go to the NBA experience because I'm not a sports person. I don't care about the NBA, but I feel like this will hit home to a lot of, a lot of people and they won't want to check this out. 
I mean, I hope so because this is a very large um, space that's being used up. And I remember when they first announced this, I wasn't too excited for it. Um, so this is definitely something I'm, I'm going to be avoiding. Uh, but hey, hopefully you, there's plenty of you out there that are interested. But yeah, so if you're looking to go to the NBA experience, it is opening on August 12th later this year. Alright, so now we're going to head on over to Disneyland. There's actually a few few uh, news items that are coming out of there this week. And uh, I didn't know about this one, but I'm actually kind of excited to hear about this. So, uh, Mickey's Felhar Magic is actually premiering over at Disney's California Adventure. I don't know if they had announced this in the past. I, I assume they did. But I had no idea that this was coming to uh, the, the park over there. So this is actually premiering in April over at the Sunset Showcase Theater in Hollywoodland. Um, where, and the show is where Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and other Disney characters uh, take the stage in a 3D fantasy adventure. So this is actually already a show over in Fantasyland in Magic Kingdom, and I this is this is actually probably one of my top five attractions. I love this attraction so much. I think it's so much fun. I love how it blends Donald Duck into uh, all like the different Pixar movies. We have Lion King, uh, we have Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I think uh, Peter Pan is in there as well, and I I, I just love Donald Duck. Um, it, it, Donald Duck is just so funny in this. I think he, I think he's great as the star in the show. Um, if you haven't been on this attraction, please do so. There's like never any wait for it. It's you might think it's something to pass up, but don't like. There, this is great if you're looking to get some like air conditioning for like a little bit. Just like get out of the heat and just go into the theater and check this out. There's never any wait. Um, it's always a very easy fast pass to pick up as well. If there say there is like a 15, 20 minute wait, just pick up a like when you use one of your rolling fast passes for it. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely love Mickey's Felhar Magic, and I yeah, had no idea this was coming to the California Adventure Park. But uh, yeah, it's it's great. I love it, and uh, I'm glad to see that is going over there. I I do hope I. It, so I assume that it's going to be all new projections, and it's going to look fantastic. And I really do hope that they um. They kind of update it a bit over in Magic Kingdom because sometimes the like the production looks pretty good for the most part, the 3D projection, but I think it could use a little bit of updating. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, just super excited to see that going over to the Disney's California Adventure Park. Uh, so the next thing we have, um, we kind of talked about this uh, a few weeks ago, but there is a brand new celebration of Mickey Mouse that is coming to the Downtown Disney over at Disneyland uh, Resort on April 26th, and that is called Pop-Up Disney and Mickey Celebration. So again, this is going to be celebrating his 90th birthday, and it's kind of just like, it's kind of like Mickey the True Original ex Exhibition that had popped up in New York City uh, last year. I had a chance to visit that and that was phenomenal. So this is kind of, uh, 
mimicking that a little bit. It's the same kind of thing where there will be wall-to-wall -wall Mickey uh, displays that are filled with like Mickey. There'll be also a lot of other photo opportunities. Um, it's just great to take photos and it's just really celebrating Mickey Mouse. Um, so the reason, so the reason I said this was because tickets are on sale now. So tickets, uh, tickets are $30 and it actually includes five hours of free parking with the purchase. So if you're just going to the downtown Disneyland for that, you don't have to pay for free parking because you have those tickets. Um, so if you're also going to this, there is a shop nearby that you can get lots of Mickey Mouse memorabilia. Uh, and your ticket also allows you access to a special Mickey-themed snacks at the Marceline's Confectionery. So this is really cool. I absolutely love the Mickey True Original Exhibition. This looks a lot like what that was. Uh, I highly recommend it. I know people on the East Coast were looking for something over there, and this is your chance. So if you're going to go to Downtown Disney District, I think it's worth the $30 to check this out. It's just a lot of fun. If you're into Disney, there's just you can take a lot of cool photos and just see all the different uh, memorabilia of Mickey Mouse over there. So yeah, tickets are on sale now, and uh, yeah, purchase those for about $30. All right, and then the last thing we have over at Disneyland. Um, so next week, like I was saying, is Easter, and it's going to be turning April. So they are bringing back the popular extra eggs extravaganza scavenger hunt at the Disneyland Resort. So this is an egg-themed scavenger hunt that will take place between April 5th and uh, go. When will this go through? This will go through April 21st. Sorry about that. Uh, so this is going all across the Disneyland Park, Disney California Adventure Park, and the Downtown Disney District. So you can pick up your map uh, and stickers for $7 plus tax at selects, uh, select merchandise locations, and you can start your hunt. So what you'll be doing is searching for special hidden eggs uh, that are themed to Disney and Pixar characters, and you can record your discoveries by placing uh, the corresponding sticker on the, uh, the map to represent their location. So uh, pretty much whether you return to Hunt for Eggs or not, just return your map to a redemption location and you'll be able to get some sort of a, a little bit of surprise. So you'll be able to do that. Um, so some of the redemption locations are at the following merchandise shops, which is the Disney Showcase in the Disneyland Park, over at Elias & Co. at the Disney California Adventure Park, and the World of Disney Store in downtown Disney District. So yeah, that is happening next month and apparently is super popular. I didn't know much about this. I heard about it uh, just whenever I found this news story, but apparently it was super popular last year uh, and they are bringing it back. So yeah, so April through April 5th through April 21st, you can go do that extravaganza scavenger hunt. All right, now we're just taking a quick trip over to the Hong Kong Disneyland Resort where the Ant-Man and the Wasp Nano Battle finally opened up this past weekend. So this has been one of those uh, big Marvel attractions that has, have been anticipated for the Disney theme parks. It's, it's kind of going into their global Avenger initiative that they've been talking about for a while and 
this kind of follows the storyline of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp as they fight the Hydra Swarmbot army from the evil artificial intelligence uh, Arnim Zola. Um, so pretty much as I think the, the Iron Man experience as he's battling robots uh, above ground, uh, they are battling very little bots. So pretty much what this is, this is you're, you're kind of shrinking down in size to the, the size of an ant and you are battling these little swarm bots. So pretty much what this ride vehicle is, it's it's pretty much Buzz Lightyear's Toy Story spin, or what is it, Buzz Lightyear's Ranger spin? I can't remember. It's the one in Tomorrowland over at Magic Kingdom, but it's when you, um, you do, yeah, you're just using a gun and you're you're fighting the swarm bots, so you're just trying to rack up points. Uh, but yeah, so it actually looks a lot of fun. I was watching some video over this weekend, and the ride looks amazing. This looks, it actually looks pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that actually opened up uh, this, uh, yeah, the past this weekend. So very excited to see that come to Hong Kong Disneyland. And again, maybe I'll get there sometime in the future. So, all right. So we're going to, we're going to move back on over to the uh, Walt Disney World Resort. And we're going to talk a little bit about Disney's Hollywood Studios. So, um, so if you've ever visited the ABC commissary, well, over for the next few months, it's going to be undergoing some enhancements as part of the, again, ongoing transformation over at the Hollywood Studios. Um, there's going to be a lot of new furnishings there, some new decorations, uh, and there's going to be a lot of new different food there. They, they listed a bunch, but I'm not going to kind of list them here. There's, so there's going to be a lot of new food and then self-service beverage state, uh, stations. But the interesting thing is that uh, they are now making uh, having they're now giving the ability to make reservations for dinner. So currently starting at 4 p.m. daily, you can actually enjoy a fast casual din uh, din uh, dinner experience, allowing you to uh, place an order at one of the cash registers. You'll take a pager and then you'll find a comfortable place to sit. Um, and then whenever the food is ready, they will be bringing it to your table. Um, but then with the addition of reservations, you can now enjoy the same dining experience with guaranteed seating. So that's pretty cool. So with uh, reservations, they are available starting today with bookings beginning on June 2nd. So you can either, yeah, just go up to the register uh, and get your food. Or if you want guaranteed seating, you can now make a reservation uh, for, for that. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty neat. I've actually never eaten at ABC Commissary. I've, I I don't even know if I've ever ventured back to that area. Um, um, maybe I'll have to check it out with some of these new offerings if I need a quick some quick food or something like that. So ah, so we'll see. But um, all right. So we got a, a couple new two two more new stories, and we're kind of gonna gonna get out of here for today. So for the first one, this is um for. You Disney Vacation Club members out there, well, they they had announced the the sales uh, for the for Disney's Riviera Resort. They are now open exclusively for Disney Vacation Club members until August fifteenth of two thousand nineteen, and then the sales will open to the general public um, right after that. So right now, the resort is projected to open December sixteenth at two thousand nineteen over at the. Walt Disney World Resort and the Riviera Resort is going to mean to be the 15th Disney Vacation Club property. So I'm not going to really talk too much about the Riviera Resort. We've talked about it a lot and there wasn't really any new news, but if you are a Disney Vacation Club member, maybe you're looking to tack on some more points to your 
uh, to your membership, you can certainly do so now by buying into the Riviera Resort. Um, this is very tempting to buy into. I really wish that I could, uh, but I uh, just uh, won't be able to do that right now. But so yeah, so you have Dizzy DVC members. You have until April fifteenth. Uh, well, I mean, you can buy them whenever, but you right now they're it's open exclusively to you guys. And then if anyone wants to uh, buy membership points uh, after the fifteenth, you can do so then. All right, and then we're going to move on to the last news story of the day. So uh, it, we've talked about the Disney After Hour events uh, in the past and how you can, um, it's a, a special hard-coded ticket, or not hard-coded ticket, but a special hard ticket event uh, where you, you have to pay to go to the parks after hours, after the park closes, where you'll get access um, to the rides and, and everything like that, and you'll get pretty much very limited wait times um so they announced that they're actually extending these events uh through the summer so they, they listed a bunch of dates online i'm not gonna uh kind of list through those but if you're interested of going to these this summer you can do that so uh some details on the events if you're not aware so each of these event tickets costs 125 dollars plus tax for advanced purchase and then $129 if you purchase on the day of. And if you're a DVC member or an annual pass holder, you do get a discounted price of $95 plus tax. So what this event gives you is access to the park for three hours after regular park hours, which pretty much means there are no waits for attractions. And you can enter the park early at 7 p.m. on your night or event uh, before the, uh, the Disney After Hours officially begins. Uh, and then there's ice cream and popcorn and non-alcoholic beverages that are also included with uh, your Disney After Hours admission. Um, so I've, uh, I've heard a lot of great things about it. I've heard some so-so things about it. Uh, but yeah, I th from what I've heard, it's overall pretty positive. You don't really have to wait in line so that long. Um, I mean, I personally, I actually kind of want to try out one of these events. I'm not sure if I will on my next trip. But yeah, these sound kind of fun, but I'm a little worried that uh, I'm not sure if this needs to happen during the, the, the summer hours, because usually the summer hours have like super late, late nights anyways. Um, but I guess maybe the summer's not looking as busy as Disney hopes, so maybe this will bring in some extra revenue. Um, but personally, I don't I don't think the summers are like as busy as they once were. I've, I feel like other times of the years are busier now like spring break and then the fall especially so who knows but it's it's i guess it's kind of cool to see that this is going to the summer so if you're heading to walt disney world this summer and you're looking to do the one of the after hour events go to the disney website and kind of check out what's available for you but all right guys that's it for the news today and that's going to kind of wrap it up for this week's episode uh so you'll be you'll see katie back again i believe she'll be back again next week uh she'll be back on um but for now make sure you guys check us out over at xspresspodcast.com where you'll be able to read a lot of the latest news uh so we are posting more news stories there we try to keep up with like some of the bigger news items to try to get something up for you right away um so check us out, bookmark us if you can. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 
would love to see you guys kind of read our articles. We have really great stuff going up there, and we're definitely going to be expanding it a bit more. Uh, and again, I'm kind of restructuring and rebranding the way the this podcast, not the podcast, but the, the brand Excess Press is itself. So you'll be say, seeing some more changes coming later this year. Um, but if you're not follow us on social media, you can do so on Excess Press Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and also, if you're not subscribing to the podcast, please do so. You can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, pretty much however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, leave a review. It'll really help us out. That'd be awesome. Uh, and good news, guys. I actually got some more cast members to interview. So, um You'll be able to hear that on the coming uh, on the upcoming weeks. Um, so you'll be able to hear that. And our, our good friend Giovanni of the show, he was actually down at Walt Disney World for a very short uh, day trip. But I'm actually going to talk to him in the coming weeks to kind of talk about what he experienced uh, new over down in Walt Disney World. So I'm excited to hear about that. So you'll hear him on in the coming weeks. Uh, I'm actually going away next week, so I, I, I still plan on having shows for you guys. Uh, so yeah, so keep on the lookout for those. Uh, I but there sh- you shouldn't. I don't think I'll be missing any episodes at least right now. I'm gonna make sure that we get this content out for you guys. But uh, but yeah. So again, uh, guys, if you have any questions at all, you can shoot us an email excesspresspodcast at gmail dot com. Um, and if you want to leave a voice message for us and have your recordings on the recording on the show, uh, if you if you want to ask us a question, a Disney th- a Disney theme park or a trip related a question, you could do so. Just use the voice memo or voice recorder app on your phone, and you can send us an email. Um, but yeah, so that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Access Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.